Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports. With Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe. On your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. Second hour of Life the Tower on the Horn. Craig Wade, Jeff Howe with you. Our producer alongside, Cameron Parker. In case you missed uh, hour number one, and some a uh, couple of interesting inconceivable elements there. Um, and uh, we did uh, visit with Longhorns head football coach Steve Sarkeesian. So we had our conversation with Sark. Uh, it's on the podcast page at hornfm.com if you uh, missed out uh, missed any of that, you can catch it. Some uh, pretty good stuff from Sark, including some details on the spring game, which include an autograph session from 9 to 9.30. And uh, so that'll, uh, that will happen. No uh, outside items allowed. So no, just get your head around poster, that right now. Take the poster and be happy with that. You know, back in the day, when I like in high school, when I would do that, I yeah. still have a – it's from the 2001 team. It's hanging up in my office. It's a fan appreciation day, a poster from one of the fan appreciation days. Yeah. That's got a whole bunch of signatures on it, including one from our own Rod Babers. Wow. Like Quentin really? Jam- Quentin Jammer, Chris Sims, Roy Williams, yeah. Okay. Corey Reddings, good stuff. Um, I was looking at it the other day. I'm like, man, that, for the cheap Walmart frame I put that thing in, it's it's held up pretty well for more than 20 years now. <laughs> What has Rod said about that when he talked about that? A Rod, the the story Rod likes is uh, so the so I guess that would have been the two thousand it would have been the spring game of two thousand two so my senior year of high school that spring it would have been Rod's last spring game I had the program from the North Carolina game that I attended and I, you know how it would put the players pictures on it you know and I wanted to get it was like Rod. Roy Williams, uh, maybe Robbie Doan, Bo Trahan, I forget who all yeah, was on it. right. But I wanted all the guys to sign it. And everybody signed it in black marker. And I want to say it was Bo Trahan was the last guy to sign it. And then Chance Mott grabs it and signs it in red marker. So I've got all the signatures like I wanted on that program cover from the game I attended in black marker. And then there's Chance Mott Chance. in the front, just on the front with a with a red marker. Thanks, Chance, <laughs> on that. Um <laughs> So, uh, basically, it's not just the spring game. It's part of what they're calling Made in Austin, three days of events. Uh, and it starts on Friday. Uh, there is, uh, uh, we mentioned, obviously, in addition to the Orange-White game and Bevo Boulevard and Longhorn City Limits and uh, football autographs. There's men's and women's tennis going on, softball, soccer, UT Family Weekend, and more. That's all part of the Made in Austin weekend. But to as it pertains to the game itself, uh, and uh, and by the way, it's presented by Texas One Fund, so that, that's going on. Um, 
uh, as it pertains to the game itself. Uh, parking lots will open at 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And uh, complimentary parking, uh, courtesy of uh, Texas Athletics. Then at 9, Bevo Boulevard, presented by HEB. Uh, Smokey's Midway and the Hook'em Hangout opens at 9 o'clock, free admission. It's all free here. Uh, the Team Shop Fire Sale starts at 9 o'clock in the morning. You've got to get some gear, gear up. Get the fire sale going on at the Team Shop at Gate 28. Is uh, that on Saturday or Friday? That is on uh, Saturday. You know, I I might go down there for that. Go to 28, the one on the east side. Yeah. That's that's it, what you and want And you know why, why I'm interested in going? Because it's really hard for me to find shoes. Because my shoes, I, I wear a wide width. Well, if, if there might be some shoes available that could fit me, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, there you go. If the football team has any, you know, trainers that they're uh-huh. getting rid of or whatever, then there you might, go. Might be a good place to go. That that will be at the gate twenty eight. I mean, that's on the east side over there by the Manor Garage. All right. Then the team autograph session goes from nine to nine thirty. That's they want you to line up at the south end of Bevo Boulevard, and they will provide the posters. As Jeff mentioned, don't bring personal items. Uh, for autographing, they will provide posters for that. South End is going to be the end closest to the uh, end zone complex. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Longhorn City Limits, presented by Still Austin Whiskey, happens from 9 a.m. to 12.30 on the LBJ lawn with free admission there. Uh, the Bevo Parade begins at 10.30. Who's playing Longhorn City Limits, by the way? You know what? I saw that. Briscoe. Yes, okay. Briscoe is. Okay. Um uh, the Bevo Parade is at 1030. Uh, if you're interested, also there's women's tennis going on against Baylor at 11 o'clock. Free admission. First 100 fans get the retro Texas tennis koozies. Um, and the Big 12 championships on the line, by the way, for that. I'm sure our friend Tom Emily Wolf fan will be there. Absolutely. With bells on. Uh, the gates will open for the orange-white game at 11 a.m. And, then of course, the game is at 1 o'clock. Free admission. Our coverage begins at 11 o'clock on uh, Saturday morning from Bevo Boulevard, um, and uh, free admission. Then when the, when it's all over, you can just go right back across freeway over there to McCombs, softball against Kansas at uh, 4.30, and then men's tennis against TCU with a Big 12 championship on the line Saturday night at 7 o'clock, and there's soccer against Houston, spring soccer exhibition at 7 o'clock. So it's a full weekend. It It, it really is on that. So uh, there are additional uh, events on Friday, softball against uh, Kansas, and then on uh, Sunday, softball against Kansas as well. But anyway, you can go uh, to TexasSports.com to see some more on that on the Orange-White Spring Game presented by Texas One Fund. Uh, So there it is. And, uh, again, our uh, conversation with Sark is available on uh, the podcast page at hornfm.com. Okay, uh, there's something. Now, is there more of yesterday's availability sound that you were wanting to get to in this notebook, or are we doing uh, Coach Pierce in the? You know the, what? Since we just had a conversation yeah. with Sark, I think we're yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think so because uh, he addressed a lot of those issues. Found it interesting what, when when you asked him about the quarterback thing and the way that you asked it about the, the the delineation of knowledge versus experience with the sliding scale as it relates mm-hmm. to uh, you know what. Uh, how much uh, uh, you know that, that that they have been able to immerse uh, by range of experience and 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 uh, and talking about those uh, non-negotiable things uh, that he talked about as quarterbacks doesn't matter whether you're wouldn't matter if you're a, a fifth year or a COVID sixth year senior 
or an early enrollee freshman like Arch Manning. There's there are some non negotiable elements there involved, mm-hmm. and 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 things that's expected of the quarterbacks, just as there are things expected of uh, the rest of the guys. By the way, very impressive conversation. Since we're talking about uh, conversations available on the podcast page at hornfm.com, very impressive conversation that uh, Bucky and Aaron had with Moro Ojimo, who was in the studio this morning. Great stuff. So you can check that. Make sure to check that out as well. So it it was good uh, to hear all that. The other thing uh, that uh, we said in hour number one, in case you missed out on it, is um, phrases, lines, a motto, a mantra, credo, whatever, uh, just something that your mom or dad or a grandfather or somebody said to you just stuck with you throughout the years. Might not necessarily be something you agree with, you know? Um, like my mom used to say, you know, don't run with that pencil. You'll hurt yourself, you know, like you'd like fall. What? You know, and like I said, she was she wanted to make sure we, we didn't go into swimming for an hour after eating. <laughs> and and my brother got so mad about it one time when we were living on the lake, he actually jumped in the lake with a sandwich in his hand just to say, look, Mom, I'm eating while in the water, which that's, about made her go crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, did, was there, one guy said, uh, my dad's favorite saying is, we're burning daylight. That's a line from a John Wayne movie, um, The Cowboys, where they were just where he has to have all those teenage boys help him on a cattle drive. We're burning daylight. Um, had a coach say, "quote A lot of things going to happen. That ain't one of them." <laughs> <laughs> so still love using it to this day. Uh, uh, Legalize it says Grandpa says the engine's running, but no one's behind the wheel. I like the uh, what's the one. Uh, that uh, Bum Phillips used to say, you heard it on NFL films. You know when he when he's complaining to the official, he goes, "Can I can I tell you something? That's three holding penalties on one football team in a quarter and a half. That ain't funny." And then he says, "You keep doing it, you're gonna have more hell over it in a little bit." <laughs> yeah. Uh, or in the winter, my father-in-law, uh, according to Tile Daddy, would say it's colder than a yeah, a witch's uh, <laughs> boob in a copper bra. I've heard that. Uh, okay, I'm not going to say that one about shaking things. Uh, uh, yeah, loose lips sink ships. First person I ever heard use that was Tony Dorsett. And it was, it was, this is 1987. Remember the NFL strike? Yeah. 1987. And Dorsett was really mad because Randy White crossed the picket line. He starts, oh, he's a captain. Captain Scab. Because somebody said he's they're talking about all the scabs. They said, "What about Randy White? He's a team captain." Ooh, Captain Scab! And he crossed the line. And somebody said, "You better not say that to Randy White's face." Yeah. And then, uh, and then later when they interviewed him, he said, "Yeah, I shouldn't have said that." Loose lips sink ships. Man, R- like, Randy oh, okay. White still looks like the kind of dude I, nobody should mess I, with. I told you I saw him when I did that when I did the uh, coaching summit back in late February. It's the mm-hmm. first time I'd seen him in years. And we'd done a few things together, a couple of charity golf outings and things like that when I was working in Dallas. And he came up and he hugged me. He hadn't seen me in a long time. It's been, and, and that's when he asked me, he goes, you were real young then. How old are you now? So I told him, and he goes, how old is Brad Shamp? <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, and he goes, I'm still younger than Brad. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but he was in great shape. He was. Uh, so measure twice and cut once, says somebody. Um, so uh, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Absolutely. 
Uh, I Here's somebody else. I manage a local electrical distributor here in Austin. I just heard a classic. Uh, he made sure to say, I'd shovel blank if they paid me enough. I just about lost it. Yeah, <laughs> depending on that. Uh, yeah, after I got my first full-time job after graduating college, my grandfather would always ask me, are you working hard or hardly working? I've heard that before. That's, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, said not quite words of wisdom, but I appreciated those. Uh, so uh, my daddy said I was born at night, but not last night. When someone is trying to tell you how to do something like fix a car cooking, uh, look, Jesse, who's robbing this train, me or you? <laughs> he said, thanks for the I loved and I missed my daddy. Yeah, well, I, it's good. I'm glad that you think about it. Uh, so don't worry about tomorrow, for today has enough worry of its own. Um, so, yeah. See, somebody else, Cam, thought you said porn FM. It was on there on the deal. So it, it, go back and listen to that. It, <laughs> uh, so, and, hey, somebody else wanted you know there is a, a market for hog meat in Japan. Is it really? Yeah, for the feral hog meat. Uh, my dad used to say when I asked him something, a man gave it to me for holding his horse. When he got he got something, he said, where'd you get that? A man gave it to me for holding his horse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Uh, so anyway, lots of lots of stuff there. And uh, uh, use your head for more than a hat rack. I've had that. Uh, if I was thirsty on a car ride, have a spit drink. Okay. A spit. Oh. Can I get something to drink? Have a spit drink. <laughs> That's one of those as well. Uh, so the wheels turning, but the hamster's dead, said Mr. Tarrant, my ninth grade world geography class at Pflugerville High. <laughs> the wheels turning, but the hamster's dead. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, hello, Earth to Chase, as if I was on another planet. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, my grandpa used to say, you're first after me. When people were trying to cut in line, mm-hmm. you're first after me. <laughs> Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I like that one a lot. I don't believe I've heard that one before. Uh-huh. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. It's pretty much the theme, should be the theme of Inconceivable. Think about it. Yeah. There's a so, lot of that in there. So I had a football coach who would say, go throw your body in there like a cheap suitcase. <laughs> coach Bridges ever say that to you? Coach Bridges. At, uh, at, um, at Florence? No, I didn't have I didn't have Coach Bridges. Oh, yeah. Well, you just knew him. Yeah, Coach Bridges is there right now. Now, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, your head coach. No, uh, there, there's, there's some things Greg Carter told me at the time that probably aren't safe for repeating. Oh, okay, yeah. very good. That's yeah. probably safe. That's right, Coach Carter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So somebody just texted in. I'm feeling lower than a grasshopper's testicles, but we had the soundbite for years, Jerry Jones. I'm feeling lower than a crippled cricket's ace, he'd say. A crippled cricket's and he, and he says, it's almost like he's saying the word ice, icy, lower than a crippled cricket's ace, <laughs> said Jerry. Yeah, he did. Uh, so anyway, there's uh, there's great coach phrases as well. So um, anyway, <laughs> there you go. Um, there's, there's lots more of those. We'll get to some of those. But we have a Flex 30 update and – uh, we do have our uh, second hour long, Longhorn Notebook. We'll hear from David Pierce, Longhorn's coach, uh, talking about last night's uh, loss to 
Texas take at Texas State and getting ready for the trip up to Waco to take on Baylor. Well, all that and more when we continue with Life the Tower on the Horn, 1049 1019, AM twelve sixty, we're live local and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Life the Tower. Clearly, our producer, Cameron Parker, is in the mood for some reggae this morning. I South Park made this song hilarious for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you ever see that one, Cam? I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Randy Marsh just wanted to have a, just enjoy himself with some medical mm-hmm. marijuana. I see. Okay. Got himself a little bit. Well, actually, a lot of bit of cancer. This song was so popular in high school because of that. Like, we just said, like, a group of our friends who love South Park. We just play all the time. It's amazing. That, you know, that show started in, what, 97? I think it was in the seventh grade when South Park debuted. Still wow. going, Still going strong. Wow. <laughs> Back in the day. Uh, okay. Uh, we continue with Light the Tower on the Horn, and it's time for a Flex 30 update. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. So Cameron Parker really swallowed up with the baseball this week, right? You've uh, lots of lots of high quality high school baseball going on this week and saw some high quality pitching last night travis sakura five innings 11 strikeouts now has 60 on the year in front of about I don't know, 15 mlb scouts who said last night probably going to be a first or second round pick so for texas fans i've had to have a couple of texas fans ask me like you think he's gonna end up at texas it's just eh. like i know i know it would be fun but it's just it's just not going to happen if but, you're going to be drafted that high chances are there's a good chance he might not wind up in a Longhorn uniform if it's if he's drafted that high, sir. Yeah. Uh, touches triple digits on the gun? Yeah, I believe. I don't know what he was at last night. I've heard that he's been over 100 this year. Though. Yeah, that's why I asked that. I thought I'd heard that as well. Every Texas baseball fan has that one recruiting cycle or that one recruit that just kind of made you realize what the deal is with college baseball recruiting. Mm-hmm. Like I know, uh, for some people, it's, it's Vernon Wells. Right? Yeah, that's one. John Danks would probably be the one for me after watching another Round Rock pitcher. Yeah, turns out. How about Darnell McDonald? Darnell McDonald's that's one, one I remember yeah. uh, doing that. Um, um, I believe I want to see were they all in the same recruiting class? Was it Vernon Wells, Darnell, right McDonald, around that time? Ryan Langerhands were they all in the same? Yeah, I think ninety seven. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh, Ryan Langerhands, another Round Rock guy. Yeah, absolutely. I saw him play. Um, I saw him play for the Braves. Yeah, I think. Uh, so I definitely saw him play for the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I saw him play. Did he with the? I'll say was with the Mariners for a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sounds right. Uh, there was there was somebody else like that that it reminded me of it, and Dylan Bundy maybe. Homer Bailey was another. Homer another, Bailey, another yeah. local product. Yep, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Homer Bailey. Saw him pitch in the state tournament. Took my son Andy, who was kind of young at the time. We went over and watched him pitch for Lagrange in the UIL state 
at the time, 3A baseball state championship for LaGrange. Somebody mentions Todd Van Poppel. Yeah. There's another one. Ab- absolutely. Um, and um, I totally, I just went blank. Uh, from um, from Grand Prairie Cubs. Kerry uh, Wood. Kerry Wood. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that, uh, there's the, we think about those guys, and he may join the ranks and rosters of that. So, uh, okay. All right. It's there, crazy to think about where some of these MLB stars, had they gone to college, where they would have gone? What might have happened, yeah. Like, you don't think A&M fans would have loved a year or two of Clayton Kershaw? Uh, yeah, they would have been <laughs> They would have been down with that. Uh, absolutely would have been down with that. Vernon Wells, by the way, uh, got a job high school football head coach in the Metroplex private school. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yep. Yep, just did. All right, so there's your flex. So, if somebody mentions Mike Harge, yeah, Mike Harge was Mike Harge. headed to the University of Texas once upon a time. That's right. But he elected take that money from the Montreal Expos. Got him a bag phone and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you let Hardball Harge tell you about that. Uh, all right. I didn't know that till Harge mentioned it the other yeah. day. I heard about radio. that. Yeah. Somebody told me about that, yeah. The uh, bag phone. The bag phone. Yeah. Absolutely. The only other time I've even seen a bag phone was in the Big Lebowski when the dude had yeah. to carry around the bag phone. Oh, I used one at uh, the radio station. Where are you uh, going, dude? Dallas. Yeah. Home, Donnie. <laughs> Phone's ringing, dude. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, all right. Uh, there's your, there's your uh, Flex 30 updates. Time now for the second hour, Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Longhorn's last night fell uh, to Texas State nine to three, and and we'll hear David Pierce talk. Speaking about Speaking of Harge, real quick, I always appreciate a really good dispatch from uh, Coach Ty Harrington reminding us about Harge signing with the with the Longhorns at one point in time. Yeah, absolutely, he, he certainly did. Ty uh, Harrington's been a busy man this week. He has been. He has been. Uh, worked uh, the telecast Monday with Brant Freeman, the Texas State telecast, and then was with me on the radio broadcast last night. At one point, they asked him to step out of the booth, and he did. And went into the Longhorn Network booth in there with uh, Keith Moreland and uh, and uh, Greg Swindell. I mean, that is a lot of baseball brain power going Man. on at that time with those three dudes. That's a lot. By the way, uh, Colleyville Covenant Christian is that's where it. Vernon Wells was hired. Yep, <laughs> Covenant Christian. Uh, that, I, that's what it is. Yeah, so Vernon Wells, the uh, head football coach there. All right, so. Uh, all right, so uh, the uh, Longhorns did fall to Texas State. A couple of three-run innings, the big innings for the Bobcats in the fifth and the seventh there. And uh, we saw some young Longhorn arms like Cam O'Bannon, who's making his collegiate debut. Drinking Springs product. Yeah, and uh, and Max Grubbs. And, did you, did you, I don't know if you noted this during the broadcast because I was down the hall mm-hmm. covering it in the, the writer's portion of the booth. Did you realize you had two former Central Texas quarterbacks going at each oh, other? Oh, I said it. I okay. said not only that, you had two former outstanding Central Texas quarterbacks. Ace Whitehead and Ryder Hernandez. Yeah, they were going going at it. Absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, there was – and and like I was telling you, it was kind of interesting how baseball brings guys together. It was at IMG Academy where Jack Stroud, the uh, – Texas State starting pitcher was a teammate of Longhorns reliever Heston Toll. They were both at IMG, and Stroud started off at Weatherford College, and Toll started off at Arkansas, and then they both transferred in. They're both now juniors. And then the two of them, plus Zane Morehouse, were all teammates for the Brewster Whitecaps up in the Cape, Cape Cod League, over over the uh, summer. 
So uh, that's what it brings together. Um, so the Longhorns fall, and uh, after the game, uh, it was uh, Ty Harrington down on the field visiting with head coach David Pierce. Coach, you and I have been around this game a long time, and five games in five days, I obviously would never make any excuse. That's a lot of baseball in five days, particularly in college baseball. You knew it was going to pressure pin a little bit and get some guys some opportunities and evaluations. So your, your thoughts coming out of what you guys had to go through through this five-day slide, and then particularly tonight. Well, I thought we did a heck of a job throughout the, the, the five straight and playing on the road and, and just, you know, just going through it. And, and I didn't see any lack of effort. I thought our attitudes were good. They were just better than us today. They pitched better than us. They had timely hits and kind of separated the game, and that's what it was. Yeah, both teams, the two out hitting last night in y'all's favor tonight and Texas State's favor, seem to get, play a huge part in, in yesterday and tonight's game. Yeah, our early runs, we did it again tonight. But, uh, yeah, we just couldn't put them away. We had plenty of hitters in uh, 0-2-1-2 counts and just couldn't put them away with the strikeout pitch tonight. And, you know, we had some new guys out there. But, again, like we said, it's not an excuse. It's just what it was. It's just what it is. And, you know, we'll regroup. I'm not disappointed in our team at all. Um, We do need some rest. We need to get ready for Baylor, and that's a game plan. You you often talk, and I love to hear you talk about it, how your team competes and when they do and when they don't. Over this five-game period, overall, how do you think your team did competing-wise? I thought we were outstanding until tonight. When they got separation, I thought we gave the bats away. Um, we weren't sharpening them out. Defensively, we've been solid throughout, and I appreciate them still having great pride in their defense and wanting the baseball hit to them. Um, but we just – it was one of those nights. I mean, like you said, we've been around this game a long time, and, you know, they did a great job of competing and, and playing better than us tonight. We did there last night. Um, good little mini series, good excitement, great for the community. Um, it's not the outcome we wanted, but at the same time, you know, we understand where we're going this weekend. Speaking on that really quick, because it's unusual five games in five days. What is the next couple of days for you guys getting ready for a Big 12 series with at Baylor? Well, Wednesday is usually our catch-up day on our defensive work and kind of PFPs and what we call three rubbers where we do a lot of bonds and picks. And then um, we'll do that, but it'll be a short version. Uh, we also do a lot of extra period where our, our hitters are facing arms that haven't faced or haven't pitched. That, we don't have many of those for tomorrow, so that's not probably happening. And then, um, you know, just kind of get some rest. And then Thursday will be a light workout before we go to Waco. Yeah, uh, I think that's a good point where he said they don't have many of those uh, guys who haven't pitched yeah. over the past, the prior five days. Just about all of them got out there at some point uh, because they were needed to at, at some point. And there were some learning lessons that came out of that sort of thing, as we mentioned, uh, some young guys. But they got to get them out there at some point and give them a shot. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the thing he he reiterated, David Pierce did a lot of that same stuff to us, to the writers when he was talking mm-hmm. to us after the game, and I think that was the one thing he was disappointed in is just some of the at bats towards the end where mm-hmm. you know it just guys weren't you know whatever it was he just didn't like the end result uh, you know a lot of guys especially guys that were looking at pitches you know mm-hmm. hey, if you're gonna get up there and get an opportunity to hit get your hacks in but you know I, I got to talking to him about some of the young guys the the, the position players that we've gotten a chance to see in different roles and. Uh, you know, whether it was Jalen Flores uh, on Monday night, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Max Ballou getting into the DH spot last night, uh, you know he said that this is one of the more unique teams he's had, and that you've got 
a lot of capable guys on the bench. They just don't have experience because they're young. Yep. And it's it just reinforces, and this is David Pierce saying this, not me, reinforces that this team is very much a work in progress still, even though you know, the winning streak was great and their first play, they're in first place in the Big 12, but uh, they're still a work in progress. They've got a lot of work to do. And the fact that the young guys continue to get opportunities in critical moments or, or get starting assignments – it's kind of keeping everybody engaged. There's no lull. There's no guys just like, well, I can just hang out here and right. get my work in BP and then go watch for nine innings. Like, no, you, you might be called on to you know, pinch hit in the seventh inning with you know runner scoring position at two outs or whatever. So everybody's staying engaged. Everybody's working. He loves the work this team is putting in. Uh, but they'll 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 be they should be better from that loss to Texas State last night. And that's so. it's a fun series, it's a tough series, but there's a reason why you play those games. You know, you, you know one of those guys that you're talking about, versatile guys, is uh, Jaden Duplantier. Gumbo, as they yeah. know him, uh, because he can play uh, the, both to the left side of the infield positions and could also play second base. And then as an outfielder, he was in center field uh, late in the game in San Marcos and last night as well. He was in left field last and night. Goodness gracious, he can fly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You can get around the bases, no de- no doubt about that. Uh, all right, so uh, there's our uh, Longhorn Notebook. They do play a Friday night in Waco at the Baylor Ballpark. Uh, we'll have it for you, 6.15, airtime, 6.30, first pitch uh, on the horn. Again, Saturday's game, remember, will be on AM 1260 and 101.9 FM. AM 1260 and 101.9 uh, for Saturday afternoon's game at 2 o'clock. What was spring football at 1 o'clock? Here on the horn on 104.9 and then uh, back on 104.9 on Sunday afternoons, 1 o'clock, first pitch. Um, before we get to the break, a few more of those uh, uh, quotes that stuck with you over the years. Uh, Eagle Scout says, this goes with the stupid prizes quote. The more you mess around, the more you're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> My grandfather would say, I'm as hungry as the ninth puppy on an eight-nippled dog. <laughs> That's good. Lights are on, but nobody's home. Uh, yeah, simmer down, skillet, my college roommate would say when somebody was upset. I'm down like four flat tires. Once you've broken the camel's back, you can pile on as much straw as you want. It's true. And you say, well, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, coach would say, you think this is hard. What are you going to do when you're in Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't get your milk where you get your bread. Uh, was it? Um, some uh, Bill Shoning told me about this. I think he was talking about his his mom was talking about somebody is not married and was living with somebody. You know, they're, clearly they're not buying the cow because they can get the milk for free yeah. or something like that. When it applies, don't s where you eat is a is a great one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, if you ever saw Scarface. Don't get high on your own supply. <laughs> That's true. Saying. Uh, somebody said co- a quote from Coach Skeeters, the longtime baseball coach at Sam Houston. Son, you're going 90 miles an hour down a dead-end road. That's a good point. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of that. Uh, my old running back coach at Lockhart used to say, I'm too old of a cat to be called a kitten. It was similar to what um, David Pierce told Kobe Minchie the other day before he started. He said, you're not a freshman anymore. It's April. Yeah, you're not. You're just. You're not a freshman anymore. So if uh, my dad raised me on, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. <laughs> so yeah, dad behind a slow car, pedal faster. 
so yeah, so uh, there, so there you go. There's some. Uh, I, I remember when my mom used to say one that was like, um, uh, it kind of is along the lines of the uh, close doesn't count except in horseshoes and hand grenades. Mm-hmm. But she used to say a miss is as good as a mile. If you missed it close. Yeah. yeah miss, my missus as good as a mile. That's what she used to say. All right, we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower on the Horn. It's going to wrap up today's program. Thanks again to Longhorns head football coach Steve Sarkeesian joining us. If you missed the conversation with Sark, go to our podcast page at hornfm.com, and you can uh, check it out there. Thanks to all of you weighed in with those uh Phrases. Longhorn uh, Blitz tonight at 8. Yes, absolutely. So stay tuned. Up next is Chad and Zay. And then uh, it'll be followed by Ball Don't Lie with uh, Rod B and Mike Harts. And again, yeah, that Longhorn Blitz podcast coming your way at 8 o'clock. For a man behind the glass, our producer, Cam Parker. And for my co-host, Jeff Howe, I'm Craig Way. Thanks for joining us. We'll visit with you tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock, right here on Light the Tower.